1: Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Mel McSherry with B2B, better than before. Welcome, Mel.
0: Thank you so much, Lee. I'm so glad to be here.
1: Well, I am excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a a little bit about B2B. How are you serving folks?
0: Sure. So I am an international business guide, speaker, and author. And who I predominantly work with is women and feminine excuse me, femme-identified entrepreneurs who are overwhelmed and exhausted by everything that they think they need to do in order to create the success they desire. And by utilizing my over a decade worth of knowledge of business building, as well as my spiritual gifts, I help them really connect and understand how they were designed to work so they can quiet that noise and really customize how they build their business so every day they're being profitable mentally, emotionally, and financially, as they create the business, the money, and the life that they want.
1: So what's your backstory? How did you uh, kind of move into the coaching realm?
0: So it was a a progressive journey. Um, It actually started back in 2010 in the fitness industry. I was a certified personal trainer. I did in-home trainings, outdoor boot camps, bridal boot camps, whole nine yards, But then when my son was born in 2011, it was just too hard to travel to clients. I was married at the time, and his father works in Major League Baseball and is gone a lot. So I ended up actually taking a step to the side and did some medical billing, online medical billing for a bit, which was not really my jam. However, it did give me that space to really reevaluate what I wanted. And during that time, I was approached by a network marketing company to be an online health and fitness coach. And I really uh, connected to their morals, their values, how they saw health and fitness. And so I decided to partner with them. And through that is where I really started to enjoy the business building side of it, working with other women and other caregivers who are really wanting to create their own businesses within the time that they have. And thankfully I grew up in a very entrepreneurial household. So a lot of the practices that I had in place was just natural. And when I started to just show them how they could start customizing and owning the time that they had and watching their businesses explode. It just pushed me into a whole nother, a whole nother dimension. Um, And through that company, I got an internship through the amazing international coach, John Maxwell. And through him, I got his. I got my international certification. I left network marketing in 2016, launched BTB in 2017, and it's just been an amazing evolution ever since.
1: Then, uh, during that journey, uh, you also wrote the book "She Profits." Can you talk about why uh, you wrote the book and what's the book about?
0: Yeah. So the reason why I wrote "She Profits" is because I really wanted. Entrepreneurs to have a tangible but yet inspirational resource for them as they continue to build their business. Um, And it's based off of a talk that I've done over 250 times all over the United States as well as internationally. And it really helps entrepreneurs just give them that permission to take that step to the side and identify what they really want out of their business, really tame the time that they have, own the time that they have because they have full say on how they spend it and then showing them how to piece together and customize a prioritized plan of action that is always in alignment with what they want and the time and energy that they have. So no matter what the day looks like, they're always taking steps forward within their business and always being profitable again mentally, emotionally and financially.
1: Now, how did you stumble upon kind of profitability as kind of the forefront of your work?
0: Hey, I- it was, again, another evolution. Um, Financial profitability is so prominent in the entrepreneurial space, which rightfully so, money is beautiful, we all want it, need it, deserve it, and it's just a lovely resource to have. However, through my journey, and as I've seen this kind of repeated in others in the entrepreneurial spaces, it gets caught up too much in the financial profitability, and we let go of or negate the mental and emotional side, which is really what carries us through this crazy journey of entrepreneurship. So I wanted to bring that back into the fold that yes, financial profitability is gorgeous, but really for that financial profitability to be what we want it to be, we have to ensure that we're putting in that mental and emotional profitability inside of it as well. And that's when you get that complete success picture instead of just, I made six figures and I'm miserable or, you know, or, or having something where you've attained a goal that you've worked so hard for that was so numbers driven, but then realize that it's not everything that you wanted it to be. And there's still pieces missing.
1: So now do you have any advice for the entrepreneur that's out there that would maybe is struggling with creating that balance and creating kind of a symbiotic relationship with all sides Mm -hmm. of themselves so that they can kind of not feel that overwhelm that is so predominant nowadays?
0: Yeah. The first thing I always like to say is it's not a balance. It's a blend and that blend is actually going to be different in, in any given day. But the main thing is having is you truly identifying what you want to accomplish and using that as even a small grounding uh, check-in question where at the beginning of the day just go okay what do i want to accomplish today and with that lens looking at the time that you have and what pieces of that goal fit in the time that you have that you can do throughout that day and then how can you filter it out through the rest of the week so it really all comes down to giving yourself that permission space to truly identify what you want honor and protect that and then customize and create that time around it. So you are truly honoring yourself and your energy and everything else will get done. It's okay to piece things out bit by bit.
1: Now, how do you help your clients kind of prioritize what, you know, they say they want, or maybe what society tells them they want, but what they really, really want and what they need?
0: Um, I do that in a couple of different ways. I do that on one-on-one coaching. And I also have a community that I host right now on LinkedIn, but we will be moving to Mighty Networks um, to just give people, entrepreneurs, that space to really be in. I really want to make sure that resources are available to anyone who needs them, no matter where they are in their business, um, financially or, or otherwise. And so I do a lot within my community, as well as my Instagram uh, page, my websites. Um, constantly dropping little trainings and things like that. So that on top of my book, it's um, there's a lot of great ways that people can easily access me and my resources, as well as just working privately, privately with me one on one.
1: Now, when someone decides to uh, use you as a coach, is this usually the first time they've ever had a coach or do they typically have tried coaching before and they just resonated with your message more?
0: both actually um i have what i call babypreneurs who are finally ready to invest in a coach Um, and actually that babypreneur phase can be anywhere from six months to two years in and i also have very seasoned um people in business whether they're actually in corporate or business owners who have used different coaches but where they are and what they want to focus on turns into, you know, my expertise. So I meet entrepreneurs at all stages of their business.
1: Now, do you have a niche that you serve or is it just entrepreneur in general or do you specialize in maybe professional services or wellness? Uh, you mentioned fitness earlier.
0: It runs the gamut. Um, it's all home to in service providers. I have travel agents, I have lawyers, I have recruiters, I have graphic designers. Um, so kind of more in that creative coaching consultant space.
1: Now, can you share a story, maybe uh, after working with you, a client, don't name their names, but the impact that you made helped take their uh, practice to a new level or their business to a new level?
0: Most definitely. Um, One of probably my, I have a lot of favorites, obviously. Um, The one that comes to mind first and foremost was an amazing woman that I worked with a couple of years ago. And when I first met her, she was just overwhelmed in even how to start her coaching business. She knew that she wanted to help women. She knew that she had certain gifts, but she was just blowing seeds in the wind and was completely overextending and overwhelming herself with, you know, all of the noise that she was hearing on social media of what she should do and who she should target. And she really just needed that space to just be and collect her thoughts and organize them and prioritize them. And in the six months that we worked together, she went from one client to almost booked full since then, she's moved on and worked with other amazing coaches and her business has just exploded. She was actually recently just um, highlighted in Yahoo Finance and has just become an amazing speaker, coach, and I believe soon to be author. So it's been so fun to see where she started and just by purely giving her that space and permission and just that um, that, that extra lens to help her prioritize things to see her put that into action and then just completely take off and create what she wanted to create.
1: So now for you in your journey, what has been the most rewarding part of, is it seeing kind of a a person blossom and be all they can be? Is it kind of just creating this important, uh, work that you are, the content you're creating and the connections Mm -hmm. that you're connecting people with? Like what is for you kind of the things that get you fired up every day?
0: Um, you know, a lot of it is just seeing, and this was actually in fitness as well as in coaching, seeing somebody who you can see that spark inside of them where they know what they want and they know they, they can accomplish it, but they're scared or they don't have the resources or they're just overwhelmed. And when they start really seeing and putting into action, what they already are capable of. And seeing that confidence and seeing that clarity and seeing that excitement, even in just little sessions or little Q and A's that I have, you know, on Instagram or or in my talks, when I see that light bulb moment or that just click of, yeah, I can do this. And then you just start them, you just start to see them grow and grow and grow. It is absolutely phenomenal because it just proves to them that they have everything inside of them to answer the call of their soul. They just had to find it. And thankfully and very gratefully, I was part of that journey to help them find it and then have them grow from there.
1: Now you mentioned earlier that uh, you work internationally. How did that come about? Did you um, set out to be an international business coach or was that something that just kind of organically happened after doing uh, the work for a while?
0: It actually was um, a little bit organic. It definitely wasn't a a plan of mine, um, but a former mentor of mine was located in Ireland. And through her, I was actually part of her coaching team. She brought me over to Ireland twice to speak. And from there, just my connections grew and grew and grew. So it was definitely a door that was open for me that I gladly walked through. And it's been such a great addition to, to my community and to my circle.
1: And that's great advice for the listener who um, maybe didn't set out to do something, but is open to those kind Mm -hmm. of experiences to just kind of lean into them. And good things can happen if you just, you know, stretch yourself a little.
0: Agreed. Yeah. It's always great to have guidelines of what you want to build in your business, but definitely don't be so set in your ways that you Negate some very beautiful opportunities. It's such, a, it's such a great gift. And it's easier said than done, right? To stay open when you like, really want to accomplish something. But if you do take those moments, go, okay, I know that my true north direction is X, or I know that I want to accomplish Y. And you know at least what you already know to still be aware that there are other opportunities around you and what you had set forward for yourself it's probably not going to work out the way that you want it to. So be grateful for the fact that there's always plan B, C, D, you know, and all the way through and that there's always going to be something there that's going to push you in the right direction and give you the resources and the support that you need.
1: Well, Mel, congratulations on all the success. If there's somebody out there that wants to learn more about your organization, maybe get on your calendar to have a conversation Mm -hmm. with you or somebody on your team. Is there a website?
0: There sure is. It's super easy. It's melmcsherry.com. And on there is um, all of my resources, my free training vaults that I have, as well as a link if you want to set up a virtual coffee with either myself or one of my team members.
1: And that's Mel, M-E-L-M-C-S-H-E-R-R-Y. Correct. Well, Mel, thank you again for sharing your story. You're doing important work and we appreciate you.
0: Well, thank you so much, Lee. I appreciate hearing that. And it was so great to be here today.
1: All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio.